Hello, and welcome to the Dissing My Ability podcast. I am your host, Ken Meeker, certified professional coach and the owner of Vitality Career Coaching. The Thanksgiving holiday was this last weekend here in the United States, and it caused me to reflect on many things that I'm thankful for in 2022. One of the things that I'm most thankful for is this podcast. I started the Dissing My Ability podcast in an effort to help remove uh, the stigma, shame, and feelings of otherness that are so often um, accompanied with living with disability. And in episode two of this inaugural season, my guest Christine Sahona and I talk about what has become known as the Scorpion Incident. And as mentioned in that episode, it was this quote-unquote Scorpion Incident that led me to want to start this podcast in the first place. Living with disability is challenging on a daily basis and no two disabilities are the same. And there's usually a wide spectrum of how each disability affects those who are living with it. And this can make addressing the challenges, the barriers, the stigma, shame, and feelings of otherness associated that much harder to overcome because disability never affects two people in the same way. However, what we can do is work to remove those feelings of shame, stigma, and otherness by not hiding our disability and not by hiding who we are. I firmly believe that through open and honest conversations about how disability affects those living with it, how it affects us, uh, we let others see us and begin to recognize that living with a disability is not something to be ashamed of. And when we live authentically, we open ourselves up to the possibilities out there in the world. When we decide to not let others define us based on what they assume we are capable of, we can turn disability into our own superpower. And the more that we talk with each other and talk to others and we have these open, honest conversations, we create an environment where there's better awareness And that's when we can truly begin the hard work of creating a more inclusive and accessible world. That's why I started the Dissing My Ability podcast. It's a safe place where we can have these conversations about what it's like to live with disability. And it's also a place where people who might be struggling with their own disability can feel a sense of community and feel seen. So in this episode, we're going to go take a listen back to some of the highlights from previous shows And we're going to start with episode three with my dear friend, Becky Smith, talking a little bit about her, um, how she handles um, dealing with her MS diagnosis. Well, I think that I think like a lot of people, when you first get, you know, news like that, your first response is panic. And your second is just researching everything and maybe trying these far out cockamamie kind of cure, not really cures, just like, if you do this, you'll be fine. You don't need medicine. I'll be okay. And then I think finally acceptance saying, okay, maybe I actually do need some help with this and some treatment and management and, um, talking to other people that have it sort of calming down and making the the long-term plan. 
And uh, I had a, a good friend of mine and that got diagnosed after I did. And one of the things that I tried telling her is don't, don't borrow trouble. Uh, live today the best day that you can. If you're having a great day, celebrate it. If you're having a crappy day, you'll get through it. And we're going to be there for each other and try to plan ahead as much as you can. But um, yeah, just just don't borrow trouble and don't freak out about what could be and how things might spiral down. You know, just enjoy where you are right now and live life to the fullest. And don't sit on the sidelines, participate. If you're having a, a good day, go out and, and live your life, you know, and just um, dance in the middle of work. <laughs> if you feel like dancing, break yeah. out and singing. Don't worry about what other people are going to think so much and just live your best life. A uh, quick side note. I hadn't seen my friend Becky since before her MS diagnosis and after this episode first aired, uh, Becky, some friends, and I were able to have dinner together on a recent trip that I took back to New Mexico. And I continue to just be amazed by her resiliency and her positivity. And to me, she exemplifies uh, what the power of maintaining a positive attitude is capable of accomplishing. Now, moving on to episode seven. My guest was Dr. Martin Mendelssohn, and he talked about the importance of learning how to question negative self-talk, understanding the symptoms of, and learning how to handle imposter syndrome. The symptoms would be, you know, I don't belong here, or eventually they're going to find me out, yep. or I just got lucky that this thing that went so well went so well. Mm-hmm. It's looking to negate or downplay your accomplishments or your presence within an organization within which you function. So using me as an example, I had really just raging imposter syndrome when I first joined Spear because Dr. Spear is an amazing human being, an amazing clinician, world renowned. And, and I would sit there thinking to myself, what am I doing here? Like, why am I here? How did I get here? Oh, they're going to find me out eventually. Like all of this stuff that would go through my head that's symptomatic and of, of what imposter syndrome is. So in terms of having to kind of work through it, we, we as human beings, interestingly enough, have millions and millions and millions of thoughts that go through our, our heads every day. Estimates are anywhere between 12 and 50 million a day, which is insane, uh, which I kind of question. That's a big number, but I don't know. Uh, you've never looked inside my head. It's kind of- <laughs> <laughs> As you were going to say, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and it's been reported that 70 to 80% of those are negative. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is we have this recording in our head. As you know, one of my favorite books of all time is the untethered soul by Michael Singer. And I paraphrase, but he says, you're not the voice in your head. You're the one who hears it. Mm -hmm. And so because we live with this recurring uh, loop of voice in our head every single day, we end up buying into the rhetoric. And so one of the ways to push through that is 
to just simply question and ask yourself, how true is that? Mm -hmm. So if you say, I don't belong here, let's say it's a job. Well, if you don't belong here, why'd they hire you? Yep. They're the ones who said yes. So how true is that? Or if I'm not smart enough to be here, well, how true is that? You were asked to be part of this or you were asked for your opinion. And so it becomes a effort to challenge your thoughts, which in the beginning of this journey to stamp down imposter syndrome, should you choose to accept it, can seem a little bit overwhelming only because we need to be conscious of that effort of our own thought process. Yet that thought, those thought processes will become habitual over time, just like the opposite has become habitual over time. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mendelssohn's message is so important because when it comes to living with a disability, um, and especially with regards to employment, it can be easy to fall into a trap of thinking that you don't belong or that the position you hold is by accident. Confidence in the work that you do and yourself in general is not just important overall, but it can help to propel you to where you want to be in life. And recognizing imposter syndrome is, is so important. Next up in episode 10, I welcomed former colleague, Brooke Beatty. She and I had the fortune of working together at the Foundation for Blind Children in Phoenix, Arizona. And Brooke just resonates with energy that is extremely genuine and honest and true. She said something during our interview that I really believe is important with regard to relationships. Go find people who are a nerd about the same kinds of things that you're a nerd about. Even if you think you're the least nerdy person in the history of nerds, <laughs> if you're as normative as you can possibly be, you're just aggressively neurotypical, you're not. If it's the Real Housewives of whatever or Thursday night sports ball or whatever, whatever you're passionate about and super into, you're a nerd about that. Go find the nerds. Imagine your life like the school cafeteria when you were in high school, right? You have all these different tables. Except that when you grow up, you find out that jocks can also be robotics nerds and choir nerds and, and, and. Yeah. Um, we can define ourselves as adults more by what we do rather than having to define ourselves by what we are not or do not in ways that I think we did when we were adolescents. So go find the other nerds. And then you'll find people who have kind of similar interests and, and similar values and mindsets. And finally, I'd like to share a clip from episode six where my guest was uh, Goddess Johnson. Goddess has an incredible story, and in the short time that I've had the good luck, good fortune to know her, uh, I have grown to just greatly admire and respect her. And she has this tremendous resiliency that she talks about in episode six about the tragedy and the struggle that she has encountered in her life. One day, which leading up to how I lost my vision, I was at work like any other day, uh, working in the emergency room 12 hours. I got off, um, picked up my sister who worked in admitting downstairs, went and got my niece from a after hours daycare and got on the road, headed home. I remember our conversation was talking about pancakes 
And the next thing I knew, I just woke up and everything was black. Um, it comes to find out that I was in a tragic car accident. There was a lady who had epilepsy, I found out later, who shouldn't have been driving, who was driving, who caused a five-car pileup on the highway, and my car was the second car. Um, needless to say, I was thrown from the car, several, several uh, major injuries, one of which I was in a coma for a total of nine months. Oh, wow. And when I, when I woke up from that coma, not knowing I was in coma, because all I remember is just one minute driving, waking up, it was dark. And so I remember a voice just telling me, um, you know, just kept on saying, hello, can you hear me? And, you know, being, I couldn't move, like I couldn't move, I couldn't speak, um, and it was dark. So I basically was getting told that, you know, I had been in a tragic car accident. Um, I had been in a coma for over nine months and I was coming to after that and I could no longer see due to the impact of the accident, I was left blind. And because of me being in that coma for so long, your body is just not in use. So I couldn't really speak. I couldn't move. But that wasn't the devastating news to me. I was also told that I lost my sister and I lost my niece. In my life, it has been so many situations that I could not control the things that happened to me. Yeah. You know, and it's very important you said what you just said, because yes, Life is going to happen no matter what. But one thing that I model myself on is the fact that my response is my own responsibility. Yeah. So how I respond to a situation, I can control that. And my response to these obstacles has been no matter what, I'm not going to let it steal my light. I'm not going to let it steal the ability to let me shine. And I choose to smile my way through it. I choose to still be who I am because I believe with by being that, that is me carrying on the legacy and allowing my sister and my niece's life. It's not in vain, you know? So for me, yes, I have went through some more tremendous experiences, tragedies than most, yes. But through your pain comes strength. And that's what I want to show. When it came to my sight loss, it's like I didn't have time to really think about being down because I was also a mother of a six-year-old son. So growing up and not having my mother, her being incarcerated, being in the system, I vowed that I would always be present, you know? So I didn't have time to do the woe is me, even though inside I felt so broken and down, I had to find that light. And for me, that was my son. And that started me into a, a just, a no, there's no way I can't, I can't, could not be in my vocabulary. Yeah. So. As we enter the end of 2022 and enter into this holiday season, it's important to remember that while living with disability presents a unique set of challenges, our mindset, how we think about disability and ourselves really does matter. If we allow ourselves to get stuck in a loop of negative thinking, we are missing out on opportunities and maybe even missing out on people that could add quality, meaning, and additional joy to our lives. While it's important to acknowledge your feelings, to recognize them, it's also important to recognize that what you do about your feelings is up to you. I created the Dissing My Ability podcast so that individuals who are living with disability can share their stories, their struggles, and most importantly, 
can share how it is possible to live with this ability and also to thrive. That it's okay to dream big. You matter and are worthy of success. But that doesn't mean that it's going to come easy. When we give ourselves permission to live authentically and to try and rid ourselves of feelings of being ashamed, embarrassed, or less than due to being differently abled, we can open ourselves up to the possibility that's out there for us. I am very thankful to everyone who has listened to the Dissing My Ability podcast, and it is my sincere hope that this podcast has been able to help people living with this ability to remove those feelings of shame, stigma, and otherness. I'm also really grateful to each and every single one of my guests. I am very um, appreciative, and I want to thank them for being willing to come on and share their stories and have these honest, thought-provoking conversations. And I promise you more here in the future. And if you or someone you know is living with disability and is potentially interested in coming on and being a guest on this show, please reach out to me. You can find me, how to contact me on my website, which is vitalitycareercoaching.com or connect with me on LinkedIn uh, via Ken Meeker AZ. And there are links below in the description. This has been the Dissing My Ability podcast. I am your host, Ken Meeker. Thank you all for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe. And finally, please remember to be kind to your others and to yourself.